This is a HeadGum Podcast. You ready for it? Baby, welcome back to the cast with Ray and Jaquees right here on HeadGum. Oh man, I know y'all ready. Y'all know y'all ready for another episode. Y'all ready for another clip of reality TV show greatness. So we gonna give it to you. I'm the Jaquees side of the equation. And I'm the Ray side of the equation. Ray Sonny, how are you doing, homie? I'm well. I'm really excited for this week's episode. I'm happy to be talking to you. It's, you know, feeling good. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. How are you I'm feeling? feeling? Right. You know, it was 80 something degrees in February. So I'm sweating today. Oh, you went outside. Yeah, yeah I went That's outside. Interesting. <laughs> I got some vitamin D. Oh, I should I should probably do yeah, that. You but should. I think I'm missing vitamin D of a different kind than the one you're talking about. Oh, you missing about. dick. You missing dick. Lo- yeah. I've had a lonely pandemic. Well, that's okay. Uh, that's okay. Like, Listen. You know. Let me tell you something. You don't have to sugarcoat it. If you miss a dick, you can say <laughs> I want some dick and some sun. All right. I want some sun and some you dick. Need some vitamin and Captain D. Yes. That's what I need. Let me tell you, even if you are in a relationship, and I will say to you. And to everybody on this call right now, that I'm probably fucking just as little <laughs> as all of y'all. Oh, my God. You know, the pandemic don't, the pandemic, you know, maybe in the beginning it was like, all right, we staying in the crib. But toward the end, it's just like, all right, man, like, shit. I'm sick shit. of you. He's just, you know, in the beginning it was Andy's mints. Now they just like, these are just fucking, you know, peppermints, man. You know, it's not... <laughs> You know, it's not. You, it loses it. It loses like, it. I know. I know all the things your dick does by now. I'm all rich. <laughs> you know, we need. We need to go fucking be out of the house. That's what. That's what we yes. need. So listen, I'm not gonna sit up here and say like I'm not in a better position. I'm not gonna say that. But I will say, I will say that, you know, you ain't missing much. You ain't missing much. All, all right. right. So just want to say that. I'm also. I'm also grateful for not having to be emotionally responsible for anybody else. I have all the time in the world to watch all the stupid reality TV I want to watch. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> this is the cast. Uh, we are so excited today. Now. And very clearly going through stuff. We're going through stuff. We're going through stuff. We don't, you know, listen, uh, keep all of that in because we clearly needed to tell people about that. <laughs> We got two people on the cast. We have cast two yeah. people out of the past three episodes. We have yeah. first round pick. Are you still holding? Are you still holding episode two? No, 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 no. I know. I for, I've forgotten about Sue Bird. No, her name not Sue Bird. That's okay. a basketball player. <laughs> Sue, yes, an important yeah. basketball player. Sue, Sue Hawk, Hawk. But Same, it's close. Yeah, They're still avian. They're yes. avian. Uh, I, if if there is any. Like name that I was gonna get Sue Hawk mixed up with. I think Sue Bird is Sue Bird is, is all right. Pretty Sue damn right. close to okay, but but yeah. no, nah, I, I I'm not even thinking about Sue Bird. Uh, you know because I, uh, first look, we got Tiffany New York Pollard on the cast from yeah. Flavor of Love. We got Johnny Bananas from the Challenge, multiple seasons, ten million yeah. seasons. Today's episode. Even if Sue was on the episode, today's episode dictates that, like, if we had to take somebody off, she would be the first one gone, right? (laughs) Is I've never given Real Housewives a chance. That's on me. Mm -hmm. I'm stupid. Yes, it's your fucking fault, bro. Because Mm -hmm. because let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. This This show first came out when I was in college, right? So I'm in theater, and, you know, theater students... We're 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 highfalutin. We're up in our ass. We we think we're you know <laughs> smart and shit. We're not. We're just as dumb um, as the rest of the world. We just act on the stage, right? And there is a whole thing about. And this is like for a lot of theater kids. What I was going to school with, like we kind of snubbed our noses at reality TV sometimes, right? Uh, sometimes. sometimes theater kids we snub our nose a lot. Kids hated we hated it. reality TV. Yeah. We hated because we was all yeah. like, even Hugh Jackman has a famous quote: "You want to see reality TV? You want to see 3D? Come watch us play." 
You know, like that's how Ew. assholes we were. You know, you know come watch a play. You know, show Gross. you some real reality right here in front of you, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so, you know, like, this is at the height of MTV with, like, 16 and Pregnant and and, and what's the show with Snooki and all them? Uh, oh, Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore. And then, you know, we have Laguna Beach and all these other shows. And now all of a sudden, it's The Real Housewives. Yes, but what's so wild is, as I'm sure you've realized from watching today's clip, The Real Housewives it's theater. It's beautiful theater. It's beautiful theater. Here's why I like it. Here's why I like it. Here's why I should have gave this a chance a long time ago. It's because it is just pure drama. It's no faking <laughs> it. It's no, I mean, like, you know, maybe it's faking it. But, like, it, like all aspect of all reality TV, I guess you can say, is, like, faking it for the camera. Because we just know too much, right? We just know too much about recording and production. Oh, sure. Um, But at its core, there's no more dramatic, like, demographic than rich people. (laughs) Yes. They're the most, most, like, dramatic fucking people in the world. Well, so it's it's so important to even just talk about, like, what the concept of Real Housewives is. Like, Real Housewives is a, like a parody, spinoff kind of thing of Desperate Housewives. Yes. And, and if you remember what everything on Desperate Housewives was, which is constant drama amongst people who had certainly more money mm. than I, and were messy all through the neighborhood, then you could see, like, the the evolution of Real Housewives. And it's it's... It started off mostly as watching rich white women be rich and messy, and it's still pretty much that. But now you got rich people of color up yeah, in there, yeah. and I'm very great. I'm very grateful for it. I'm very grateful for it. I just love the idea of just like watching women of a certain age just be messy on TV it. because scripted scripted television doesn't afford women that very often. For some reason, we're 51 percent of the population, but we are like 30 percent of the characters that get lines on TV mm-hmm. shows. So. Um, Real Housewives and all these, you know, cool um, reality TV franchises are just exciting to me because you you get to see women uh, in a way you don't normally. And all of my friends are normal people. So I never get to see people bug the fuck out like this in my real life. So I just want to see what entitlement and the money to pay for said entitlement looks like. And I get it. There is no more messy person than a rich person with time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Today is the Real Housewives of New York. I, Ray, you you brought this clip to me. <laughs> yes, you are so so into it. This is making me really really I have happy. To thank you. Go ahead and introduce the clip, Ray. It's all you. All right. This clip is from uh, one of the greatest, like, reality TV shows ever to grace television airways. It's The Real Housewives of New York City. And we're watching a clip titled, Aviva Throws Her Leg. (laughs) From season six, episode 20, The Last Leg. Because, um, well, you'll just have to listen stands that everybody isn't just gonna forgive and forget after just a few weeks. I mean, everyone's feeling Aviva is a bit toxic. And I think all of us at the table think that there are much bigger issues that you're not facing. There's got to be deeper issues than just alcohol. What issues? I just think that there's a laundry list. And I think that you need to be honest with yourself about some of the things that I think you try to cover up and crutch with other things. That's what I'm talking about. This is not asthma going on here. This is more than asthma. And do you know what? I've done nothing but trying to be your friend this whole time. No, you've actually been a horrific person to me, just so you know. You know what? I would like to go home tonight. And this is not worth my time. Oh, you my. Say, you say that you're you really hurt by us. Okay, I'm You say that you have never lied to any of us at the table, and you find us really hurtful. I find that laughable. Well, let me tell you something, Heather. The only thing. Keep it together, Aviva. The only thing that is artificial or fake about me. This. 
I don't know about you, Ray, <laughs> but as I was watching this, the only thing that I could think, not the only <laughs> thing, but the main thing that I can think is these women are doing this in the middle of a fucking restaurant. Not just a restaurant. The world famous Le Cirque restaurant. I don't even know what Le Cirque is, but it sounds like you shouldn't be doing this there. <laughs> no, if it's got a French yeah. name, you should not be tossing your prosthetics. You be, no, you, you should not. Be tossing your that legs. That is not part of the dress code. That is not be part of the behavior code. The dress code is that your prosthetic leg stays where it is. <laughs> you know. Before we even it's, get uh, to the leg, like the leg was yeah. just the icing on top of the cherry, or, or you know, I don't even. That's not even a saying. We making that a saying. <laughs> it was just the icing on top of everything. The leg at the end. This shit was wild before we got there for multiple even, reasons. What what I love so much about this scene is if you'd never done improv, but you wanted to study the art of improv, everything you need is in this scene. I mean, escalations, mm-hmm. premises that we have committed to and we're like acting as if they're real. We're working with everything. No one is... Even the rejections are yes ands. Oh, you're saying something absurd? We're going to escalate the tension. I mean, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. There are so many players in this scene. We should talk, Let's talk about, about it. Let's talk about it. Run us through. Run us through it. Let's talk about it, Ray. Okay. There are seven, would you believe it? Seven mm-hmm. women in this mm-hmm. clip. First, we have Aviva, uh, the leg owner and mm-hmm. tosser. Okay, Aviva is. Um, Would you call her the antagonist of this? Uh, she's the antagonist of the show. She's the antagonist of my life. She's the antagonist of everybody else on that show's life. She's just an antagonist. Fun fact: she is Fran Dresser's cousin through her Love husband, it. and and they are very close, which Fran is Dresser? surprising to. Fran Dresser is homies with her cousin-in-law Aviva, I love it. and um and everything on the show. Uh, about Aviva is loathsome, and so I'm inclined to believe that means Fran Drescher a terrible nah, person. Nah, nah, don't, don't you be coming for the nanny. Don't you be coming for the nanny. I want, I want the nanny to be a good person. I want the nanny to be. Well, maybe she needs to nanny Aviva right. a little more because yeah, don't be you coming know, for Miss Fran. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fran, Fran right. still, right. Fran fine. You know, Fran fine. She's and fine. She was a na- she. Fran she raised them kids fine. that wasn't hers. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. shit. Okay. Madden Lazima, okay, I used Mr. to watch. Shaffield. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we have, I guess, our primary foil yeah. to our antagonist. Which one? We have our protagonist. We have our protagonist. I've identified at least a protagonist in the scene. Her name is Heather Thompson. Uh, you know, she's the one who's not having any of Aviva shit. Now, they're all not having any of Aviva shit, but Heather is is really not having Aviva shit. She's standing up and yelling at Aviva. She's, you know, letting people know, this joke ain't funny. Y'all ain't funny. You know what I mean? She's the hater in the improv group, but we love it mm-hmm. here. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and then you have um, an assortment of Real Housewives. You have Carol Radzewell, you know. She's the one calling out Aviva for, about her lies and comments about Carol having a ghostwriter, which is offensive to an Emmy winning journalist, <laughs> an Emmy winning yeah. journalist from ABC News, um, who married her fellow journalist from ABC News, who happened to be a prince of the Radzel family. You know, she's basically a Kennedy. Uh, she was best friends with JFK Jr.'s uh, wife who died with him on the plane. Yeah. That's and she's one more. She has line. an Emmy. She got a Peabody. She got a Glad Award. The, yeah. The, like the one. Yeah. Carol, she worked. Carol Radzwell is no joke. And I am still Team Carol, even though the audience turned on our girl way down the line over some fucking Bethany who's trash. That's another conversation for another okay. episode. But. Uh, we love Carol Radzwell, and we especially love her in this clip. Then you have your smaller bit players in this argument. You have your Sonia's, you have your Ramona's, you have your Luann's, just other housewives on the cast who are here to participate in this fight, but aren't really the center. I would add fight. one more person to Kristen. Uh, yes, I would add Kristen to the big players. Yeah. Okay, and let me tell you She's why. She's a big player. She's for a you? big player okay. for me. Let me tell you why. Let's first go back to age. Okay. Playing basketball, Chicago, Illinois, dribbling, bricking, ain't hitting the shot. 
but I'm running. I'm running hard, playing defense. Come home, chest a little tight, wheezing a little bit, saying, whew, what's wrong? Turns out I have asthma, right? <laughs> Been an asthmatic for the rest of my life. Still got asthma to this day. I'm sitting down to watch this clip. The clip is called Aviva Throws a Leg. I'm thinking, like, we're going to see legs flying in the first five, two minutes of the clip. No, no, no. What this clip is about, it starts, Aviva, we got to talk to you. You, you, there's some things that you're doing that we don't like. And here come Kristen, ripping the Band-Aid off. You ain't got asthma. <laughs> and my asthmatic ass, like, how the fuck you gonna tell somebody they ain't got asthma? Like, this is me not and, knowing nothing yet, you know? But that's the first thing that I hear, like, damn, how you gonna tell her she can breathe? Like, like <laughs> asthma hurt, man. I would be, I would be offended if somebody told me I didn't have asthma. Uh, asthma hurts, and you, it's scary. And you could just gonna tell this person she ain't got asthma. How much more offended would you be to discover that this white woman pretended to have a very black urban disease? Uh-huh. Just to get out of shooting for her TV well, show. Well, let me let me tell you something. Let me let me let me put it to you like this. Because as this clip is going on and they're they're fighting, first of all, I just want to say we're we're skipping ahead a little bit. But toward the end of the clip, like they're saying, like, well, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this, Aviva? If you if you know you lost ten pounds and and she started pulling out. She pulled out a big receipt before this, but she started pulling out factual receipts like, well, because it's the girl. Are they factual? Yes, I'm telling you, they factual. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh. She started pulling out factual receipts like, it's the GERD. It's not the anxiety. It's not that I have to lose weight. I have to eat a certain way because of the GERD. As somebody who has GERD, that also fucks up my asthma. Are you sure Shorty didn't Wikipedia? I'm not. Listen, no. Yeah, she Wikipedia. She lying. But I'm just saying, (laughs) she put some effort into her lie. And as and and, come on now, like if you say you got asthma, a lot of people just gonna be like, oh, you can't breathe. She did some research. She was like, all right, what can cause asthma? What I gotta do? I'm gonna I'm gonna play the lie. I'm gonna start eating different. Uh, I'm gonna do this. She start. She she went to 100 percent with the lie. And as somebody who is an actor, I appreciate the lie. I appreciate <laughs> I appreciate the study. That would also make her a screenwriter as well. I would like you to she's not just an actor, she's a screenwriter. Also, she does her research, yeah, she the dialogue. She's good. As an um, entertainer, Aviva's I, a liar. as an entertainer, I'm right here with you, Aviva. A- Aviva's a liar. Mm-hmm. I I obviously am not her doctor. <laughs> I am not a physician, but I am confident that bitch did not have no fucking nah, asthma. She ain't had okay. No asthma. The backstory to Aviva is that Aviva uh, lost her leg in a in a in a, wow an accident on a farm. She got her leg caught up in a machine on a farm when she was super super young, and so um, she's had to actually overcome quite a bit. Um, I imagine, in addition to the fact that your leg has to be amputated and you have to get prosthesis and all this, like, and you have to grow up with this your whole life as a bougie girl from Manhattan. I'm sure that's all kinds of weird. Um, there's all sorts of like mental trauma and anxieties and things that come from that. And I know that I would certainly, if I had something as traumatic as losing my whole like bottom half of my leg, I'd be um, very careful about illnesses and uh, things that can go wrong. But uh, Aviva went full hypochondriac and liked to make up illnesses to explain why she didn't want to appear at cast events or production schedule events. And um, the other women who work for their salaries, I mean, they show up to events. um, And if there's a fight to be had, they have it. One good thing about the Real Housewives of New York franchise is it's not like Beverly Hills where we have a dumb fight that'll extend for a whole season. Real Housewives in New York. Sonia will just confront an issue. Luann will just say what the fuck she's thinking. Ramona is the most say-what's-on-her-mind-ass person that's ever existed. And so these women are all people who have no problem with confrontation. And here's Aviva making up all kinds of asthmas and uh, anxieties that she probably didn't have to get out of casting. I don't know. Let me say, you know, maybe Aviva was protecting her mental health. 
Maybe she was just like, you know. By making up asthma, that's how you protect your mental you health? Know, you make up something that fucks up your physical I, health? That's you know, absurd Listen, to me. maybe she was just like, huh, what's, what's your channel? What's come on, Bravo. Maybe she was just like, Bravo. <laughs> Bravo ain't going to let me out of this. You know, let me tell <laughs> let me won't. tell you something. Like, <laughs> I'm about to tell myself a little bit. You know, like, so I grew up without a father, right? Grew up without a father. And whenever, you know, when I was younger, my younger days, and I wanted to, like, get out of school or call off of work, I would just be like, all right. Because I do believe that words have power. I, I really believe that. But then I would be like, all right, I don't want to, like, say, oh, my grandma's sick because my, my grandma's still alive, and I don't want to speak that into existence. <laughs> so you know how many times my father has died or my father has, like, you know, oh like, God. been sick? Because I don't know that nigga, so, like, I don't care if, like, some words <laughs> speak into existence. So, I, you know, I would bring that up to get out of shit. I guess in her mind, she just like, all right, I don't want to speak words into existence that's, I mean, that's fair. So, so she that's made fair. up what she My thought guess, is just like something no. so minor to get out of things. I mean, I guess, you know, I used to make up my get out of my my get out of work uh, illness was lupus. I can't figure out how serious it was. Then I was like, oh, shit, I don't I have to put like rashes on my face or whatnot. So that's I get that. See, you know the so follow we up. The follow up is hard, yeah. but I also wasn't a forty-something-year-old woman. Yeah, we was teenagers on, on we a TV were... show. I was a teenager. I was well. I was like twenty-two or whatever, and I had an internship. I didn't like. These are very different things. You I, know mean, I mean, we all it's trash. A very different thing. Apologies to the lupus community. I know better now. <laughs> yes, but apologies like... to the father having community. I apologize <laughs> for putting. <laughs> but but the thing is, um, for me. I I liked Kristen because this was Kristen's first season and she was coming out the gate trying to she wasn't coming she didn't come out the gate very strong and so for this me for me this moment was Kristen trying to hold on to her job now mm-hmm. she was like look this woman is faking asthma and I'm gonna get her yes. ass I'm gonna get she, her she was and, faking it and she she said it and then you know like one of my favorite moments in this clip was she was like I've tried to be a friend to you and then Aviva was just like nah you've actually been pretty damn awful to me and I'm just like damn <laughs> you just gonna tell her that to her face like she well see um Aviva Aviva is a character that I swear if she wasn't so loathsome otherwise, she would make me laugh and she would be brilliant. But at that point, she had worn out her welcome for mm-hmm. me. I mean, the person who ends up evinces as the protagonist for me in that scene is not Kristen, who doesn't realize that Aviva is attacking her or mocking mm-hmm. her the whole time. Because Kristen's trying to have a real fight. Kristen's trying to have an argument when you think that what you're going to say to this person is going to change them and correct their behavior. Kristen's trying to be like, girl, you're lying about the asthma. Da-da-da-da. She wants to have her mm-hmm, say. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Heather's already peep game. Heather's like, this bitch ain't gone. She's not going to apologize. She clearly brought these x-rays. Yes, Aviva brought an x-ray of her chest to prove that asthma was in her lung. Yeah. And she tossed it to women. And let me let me tell you why I respect that so much. Oh my god. On the other side of this break. We'll be right back. Yes. We back everybody. We talking about the real housewives of New York. The clip where Aviva throws the leg. Aviva feeling backed into a corner, realizing her lie unravels. This is how you know you're an expert liar. She came prepared for when the lie was going to unravel. <laughs> like most people, like most people like think like, oh, I'm a good liar because I can lie three steps ahead. Right. It's like playing chess. Right. Uh, I, I, I know the three lies ahead. You, if you say something, I know what I'm going to say, blah, blah, blah. Aviva not only was playing chess three steps ahead. She came with another chessboard in case her queen and the king got knocked down. Like, she came with x-rays and a story <laughs> to be like, I, I know why y'all mad. The doctor lied to me, too. <laughs> the doctor lied to me, too. Said I had asthma. Here, look at my look at my x-rays. She pulled x-rays. Out. Who keeps x-rays in their Louis Vuitton purse? 
See, see, the reasons you are impressed with her are the reasons I am wholly unimpressed. Any good liar would not have to come back and make up that their doctor was a liar if they had done all the fact checking, all the double checking on the first prescription. If you came through the first time and you said, oh, my doctor said I can't breathe the same air as y'all. I got asthma. Mm-hmm. Then you should have had everything ready the first time so nobody could. Your story should have been unassailable the minute you showed up. But now you got to wait until the reu- or the season finale. You have to put an x-ray of your breasts, as Sonia pointed out. They look like her breast implants, not actually her mm-hmm. lungs. Like, you have, to, you have to do all this extra lying because your first lie wasn't good. And now we have to clean up all of this. And the most obnoxious thing to do is to lie on a doctor. I mean, come on. If we had heard that doctor's name and somebody, you know, the Internet gets crazy mm-hmm. now. You know, the TV audience gets crazy mm-hmm. now. Like, if Dr. If Aviva's on there being like, how dare Dr. Sonny? How dare she lie to me about asthma? And then there'd be some motherfuckers looking up Ray Sonny trying to get her. What do you call it? It's not disbarred when you're a doctor. It's deboarded or yeah, some shit like yeah. that. Malpracticed as a motherfucker is what could have happened to Aviva's doctor because she lied the wrong way to first Not for no time. damn asthma. She not for no damn asthma. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. She had the lie right. You know, if, if a doctor misdiagnoses you with asthma... Then it's just like, all right, that doctor is dumb. Let's go see another doctor. It ain't the same. But it's so basic. It ain't the same as a no, doctor. it's too basic to get wrong. Right. It's too basic to get I wrong. Mean, you should you should immediately lose your medical no. license if you tell if you tell a woman whose reality TV show job requires her to go to a ranch in Montana that she can't go because she suddenly has asthma and the asthma's not real. You gotta get. All kinds of licenses nah, taken away. Come nah. on, man. If anything, he was protected. The doctor was protecting her. The doctor was protecting her. Or, or Aviva's I mean, lying. You know, or yes. Or Aviva's lying. Yes. As Heather, as Heather, as Heather Thompson pointed out. Now, I love me some Heather Thompson. I was explaining to Jackie a little bit ago that uh, I love her because uh, on this whitest of white shows. Uh, she has some connection to the black community by having worked <laughs> for Diddy Ooh, in the Bad past. boy. Bad boy for uh, life. She a bad, bad boy, boy for so life. She, uh, she wasn't for life. Uh, <laughs> she was, she was, she was only, um, she was only there shortly. Um, but she, you know, she came onto the show as an entrepreneur. She had her own version of Spanx and actually she won a lawsuit against them because I think they stole her idea. But, um, Heather's out here. She's, you know, doing her thing. But, what I love about Heather in this clip and just in general is that Heather is very hard to do self-righteous on reality television because everybody's here for fuckery. I came to this argument to see Aviva be full of shit. I came to this argument to see Kristen get worked up by Aviva being full of shit. I came to watch Sonia be amused and ultimately not give a shit, but be amused just like me. But Heather came to this argument self-righteous. Heather came to teach Aviva a lesson, was going to make sure that if Aviva didn't learn it, the show's audience would know that she wasn't here for the fuck shit. This is like a triumphant moment for Heather. She's trying to let us know. This hot TV show, bitches like Aviva ain't going to be doing this. Now, it ultimately wasn't Heather's TV show. She uh, didn't stay for much longer than that. But she wasn't going to let Aviva happen in this moment. So when Aviva is trying to mock or make a fool of Kristen, who's taking her very seriously, she leans and she's she's making fun of you. You got to explain it to the dumb blonde sometimes. She's making fun of you. And Kristen has that moment. I mean, there's a point at which Carol and Luann and uh, Heather go off and go, I think Aviva's trying to be funny. And they all sit down and study the merits of whether or not this is a laughable mm-hmm. moment. And Heather, Heather's not even giving that life. She's like, no, she's trying to be funny and it's not funny. And she's not having it. You should, I'm going home. It's again, very hard to sound like you're in the right when you're yelling stuff like, I'm going home. But that's how awful Aviva is. I mean, listen, I, 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 I will, I won't fight you on how awful Aviva is. She's lying. I get it. I hear it. I know it. As somebody who has asthma, I can hear it in her voice. She ain't, you know, she ain't wheeze once. You know what I'm saying? She lying. 
But I'm just saying. She had all the tactics when she felt the x-ray starting to unravel. Then what she do? She turned to the most decorated person at that table, probably, and said, mm-hmm. you know why you mad? Because you're writing is trash. She said this to an Emmy writer. <laughs> Somebody who's won awards for writing, who has worked on network yes, television, so is writing. insanely unhinged. She's, you know, but she, she's good at type. You know, I'm a wrestling fan. So, you know, when, when one angle is not working, you go to the next angle. You divert attention. Yes, but it's supposed to be seamless. It's supposed to be seamless. It's not supposed to look desperate. I mean, Aviva looked desperate. She looked like a dog backed in a corner. She's barking at everybody. She's snipping it. She's yapping at everybody. Now Kristen's this and Carol's this and and here's my leg. And that, I mean, it it it, it was so... Obs- Part of why I'm not impressed is that I could feel the machinations. Everything was so calculated and it wasn't, it wasn't effortless. It was so effortful. It was so effortful. It was like she was waiting for certain people to say certain things so that she could do the thing she came to Mm -hmm. do I mean like she kept bringing up that people think she's fake you know she's fake oh I'm faking no one called her fake they called her a liar Mm -hmm. but she insisted upon the word fake so that she could do her stunt and pull her leg out some people call that prepared some people call that prepared oh my god some people call that prepared Uh, some people call that desperate I am some people calling it desperate are you calling her a desperate housewife I am calling her a desperate housewife. Jackie's good one. I'm very proud of you. That was actually that was you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm pleased with that. Thank you. She was she was very Edie Brit in that moment, just desperate as fuck. Um, But uh, for me, like I liked both Carol and Kristen. Let the personal attacks derail them, or they let Aviva's deflections work. Whereas, like. Heather was staying on topic. You is full of shit. Right. That was but it. But you see, listen, like there's always, you know, when when there's when when you are the person who's being fought against, there's always, you know, I'm playing a video game right now, and and there's always a boss who you got to fight, and then they always send the little minions to like distract you, right? And right. and what you got to do when you're fighting the boss, and there's minions that you also have to fight, you got to take out the minions first, because you can't focus on the boss, because the minions will start sniping you from who's behind. Who's the boss? Heather. Heather the is boss the boss. In this Heather scenario? is the boss. She's the one who's she's okay. the one who's level headed, who isn't going to be rattled easily, right? So mm-hmm. what Aviva's doing is she's picking off all the other people who who can she who who can't. She's picking off all the other people who she can disarm. So when it's time to focus all her energy and put her, you know, her final, you know, how do you get into it for that's for the Street Fighter <laughs> fans out there? That's what that was. Put her final like blast into it. She can take the boss out. See, like I'm, okay. I'm seeing I'm seeing Aviva. I know people. Listen. Ray, you watch the show. You, are, you watch the show. You gotta get cussed the <laughs> fuck out. By I the am. I am. I, I am not so much on the Viva side. Maybe I am. I'm not so much on the Viva you side. You sound like you on a Viva side. But I'm on. The, but I I see where Viva's coming from, and I I just no, you don't. <laughs> Why do you see where Viva's coming from? Nobody should see where Aviva is coming from. Here is a lady who got called out by her co-workers for not showing up to work and making up doctor's notes. And when they say, bitch, we tired of it, she distracts by pulling off her prosthetic leg and putting it with the shoe on, you mind know. you. The shoe is still on. She puts, she it, on she puts table, it on the table. The dinner table at Le Cirque restaurant to distract from the fact that she's lying about her medical history so she doesn't have to shoot. Jacques, you cannot argue me into appreciating anything that Aviva did that is wild as hell. Listen, I love a stunt. You know me. I love a stunt. I love a stunt. But I don't like a stunt that's so calculated and it's only being pulled off to excuse why you didn't come to work. If you're going to be a stunt queen, you got to be a stunt queen that's professional who shows up every Mm -hmm. day. It can't be a stunt to save your job because you was skipping work trips. It got to be a stunt because you a stunt queen. You show up every day. You show up every week and you stunt. Please, you, know. you faking asthma, and now you got your leg out because you didn't want to go to work three weeks ago, bitch. Get it you together. You know what I'm saying? Get who hasn't? Together. Who hasn't? 
woken up one morning, looked at the clock and said, damn, I got to go to work at Best Buy today. I don't feel like going to Best Buy today. I don't feel like selling TVs. That's your job. You got other coworkers who need your sales. They need your sales. They need your sales, right? Okay. And then, but do you know how many people you know who get up and feel like, oh, I don't want to go to work at Best Buy today. I'm so tired. You know, I'm just over these people. And you know what I'll do? I'll show up and throw my leg into the middle of the TV section so I don't have to keep coming. But that's absurd. Well, let me tell you about my homie David Glass. David, no, I'm joking. I don't know nobody who threw off their prosthetics. You know what I'm saying? If he had one, he might have. He ain't have one, though. So he couldn't He couldn't pull that card. He couldn't pull that card. You know, sometimes the cards aren't available to you. You know, you don't know how you would play the hand if you ain't got the cards in your deck. You know what I'm saying? Well, I also don't have the leg to play either, so I don't know how I would have played that one. But I imagine that I would not have done. I mean, it's absurd. First of all, I mean, I don't want to speak for the disability, the disability community, but my the disa- God, the disabled, is that how they the disabled community. <laughs> yeah, like I wouldn't. I mean, I would not want to be reflected like this. Like, oh, I get, oh, we get caught in a lie, and niggas is tossing legs now. That's crazy. All right, so you know. Here, here's why I appreciate Aviva, because at every turn, this, this, they came to her. You know, you ain't got to come to her. You, they came to her because they wanted to confront her on some things that they felt was wrong. Now, they ain't being affected. If she ain't on work trips, they still there. They still doing the thing. They still getting paid. Oh, come let me, on. Let me, let me, let me no. Say, let me say. Let me no. say. Now, I'm not saying you can't be annoyed. I've been on me. I've been in many situations where you feel like you're pulling more weight than you should. Right. You're pulling the weight and you are and you are doing most of the work. And then your group or people in your group aren't pulling their weight. I don't think that's what this is. I don't think that's what this is. I think what this is. And you can tell me if I'm wrong, but like you said, she and Miss Tri- they even took her out of like the opening intro sequence for a few weeks because she wasn't there, right? But in the grand yeah. scheme of these of things, y'all all rich as hell, and this is a TV show. If she ain't want to be on a few episodes of a TV show, she ain't hurting you. So you came to her to confront her, and at every turn. She has something for your ass. She was like, oh, I ain't got asthma? You know what? I don't have asthma. My doctor lied to me. That's something for your ass. And then she said, oh, Carol, you got something to say? Well, that's why you're writing trash. If even though her writing ain't trash, if even though she good, but somebody tell, like, imagine me going to tell Denzel Washington, you're acting trash. He gonna be like, what? And then he's gonna hit him like, but is my no nigga I, what I, I'm just I'm just astonished that in this analogy Aviva is the Denzel yeah, Aviva is Denzel Washington in, 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 <laughs> no not I Carol mean, is Denzel oh, Washington look, Carol is Denzel like, Washington we, in this we out here I can't believe this I can't believe the direction of this conversation I cannot believe the direction of this conversation I feel like I'm watching a reboot of that movie The Devil's Advocate and instead of Keanu Reeves Jaquise Neal is the that star I'm so confused somebody wants to give a brother a role then go ahead so and give a brother confused. a role I'm auditioning right now Al Pacino like a Ooh, motherfucker thank you what a, what a compliment what what a, I am, what a compliment I am astonished but here's, but here's that and then but still but there's one boss one boss queen who ain't falling for it, Heather. Heather Thompson. Heather. Heather Thompson ain't Heather falling Thompson. for it. And you can feel Aviva no. in the corner. And she's like, you know what? You want to confront me? You want to have an argument? You want to have, have a fight? I'm about to win this fight. Here's my leg on the table. Here's my leg at your body. You ain't coming back from this. That's the end of the fight. That's the end of the fight. She won. She won the fight. She didn't win. She didn't win. She won the fight. She didn't win because they were all stunned. If 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 you pull something like that, you want people to be stunned, right? You want people to be, to be mouth yeah. agape, jaws open. Yes, but you also want them to appreciate the stunt you well, just I don't pulled need off. Appreciation. They were all looking at. They were all looking at the leg, the errant leg on the floor, mm-hmm. and just being like, "Wow, what tornado came in here and damaged all of our property?" I don't think anybody was impressed. The, I mean, the people in the honestly, restaurant was impressed. They was all laughing. They were laughing. <laughs> they were laughing. Here's the thing. 
here's the thing. It it's very childish. It's very childish. Well, I agree. It's like if I agree. if your mom if your mom walks into the kitchen and catches you with a chocolate mousse all over mm-hmm. your face and uh you trying to look like you didn't eat the chocolate mousse that you're not a liar. You start tossing chocolate mousse all over the kitchen because if it's on something other than your face, hopefully then your mom thinks that the chocolate mousse just goes wherever the fuck it wants if to go. If mama gonna spank me because I had some chocolate mousse, you damn right I'm about to throw that shit everywhere. <laughs> I don't want to get spanked. <laughs> and, but then doesn't that make... That makes Heather the mom, Yeah, right? Heather's the mom. He- so Heather's the boss of the situation. I've called, like, yeah, I've so called her. She the boss. Yeah. She's the boss. Yeah. And she got taken down. She got taken down. Ah! She got what? taken she did down. Not get taken down. She did not get taken down. She had some like really, really like this is strategic, uh, powerful moments. I mean, my favorite was when I don't know who said it, but somebody's like, "Can we get the leg off the table?" I mean, really? yeah. And then she threw it across the room. <laughs> she threw it across the room. And the thing that I was no thinking, no one was impressed. You can't be a stunt queen if nobody's impressed with your stunts. Nobody was. The impressed. thing that I was thinking that I was very. Uh, very sad about was you know who bought her her leg back man somebody had to bring her leg back and I wanted to see that I wanted to see cause she ain't just get up and you know go over and grab the leg somebody had to bring no, a producer no. probably had to bring I'm her sure leg I'm sure that production had to bring the yeah, leg back and you know wipe it off and everything like that so you yeah. know not only did she throw her I'm leg I'm just very grateful there was no steaks on the table I would not like, they weren't even eating no, nobody in that restaurant was eating no I mean <laughs> It it is it is very gross. I mean the the like the shoe Aviva has a shoe on her prosthetic leg, and so I'm just really really offended that that shoe was so close to the table. I mean my fucking god! Yeah, yeah, you know that I'm shoe saying? was on the ground. You this know, a, that's dirty. A, these are fancy French entrees, and she had a shoe on a table. Well, you know what, Ray? When you rich, and you got time. You can put shoes on the table. That we don't know that life. We don't know that life. So no. you know, no. I wouldn't put a shoe on the table. I got home training. I also don't know. I also don't know that fake asthma life. So there's a lot of things I would I, do I on got. This I table. got the real asthma life. And as and as somebody <laughs> who is speaking for the asthmatics of America, I'm not offended. <laughs> I'm not. No. I'm not offended. I'm not offended. I say. Do your thing, Aviva. Do your thing, Aviva. <laughs> Do your thing, Aviva. Let's put somebody on this cast on the other side of the break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Ray, I have to, like I said, I wanted to thank you for introducing me to the lawlessness and the absolute messiness of this. The entire time I'm thinking, like, why are these people all friends? And I don't know if they're friends per se. You know, they're cast. They have to do. They're kind of. But they, I think they are, right? Yeah. Isn't that the basis of it? Like they're all like a friend group, right? They're mostly friends. They certainly were not friends with Aviva by then. But yeah, they was kind of friends. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just thinking, like, you know, I, 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 and listen, I know I've been caping for Aviva and and making excuses for, her, but throughout this whole time, everybody on this cast, I'm just like, I can't imagine any of my friends doing this. After the nope. age of 16. Like, Absolutely you know, not. like when I was 16, we all went to IHOP and we was loud as hell. And I look back on that time at the age of 34 and I cringe, you know. So I can't imagine being in my 40s and 50s, maybe, uh, like some of these women were. And like being at a restaurant with people in suits and shit, you know, they got people drinking champagne out of long glasses and purple lights and shit. You got purple lights in the room. You need to calm your ass down. Uh, it wasn't fluorescent lights. The room, the room is shaped like a circle. Yeah. The room is. Sh- I've never eaten in a restaurant where the dining room or the dining area is in a circle. I've, I've, I'm poor. Oh shit! So I well, eat you know. in, I eat in rectangular restaurants. Yeah, you, you know, know right? Let me, I've let me never take been you to rich enough to to, to eat in a circle right. in Le Cirque. You know, well, you let, know me, let me take you to Claim Jumper. You know, Ray, I'll take you to Claim Jumper. You know, so we can eat <laughs> in a different shape than a. Uh, maybe maybe we could go to Austin and uh, eat in a horseshoe yeah. shape. Yeah, we could go to Saddle right. Ranch. There's I'm, a couple different shapes in there. You mm-hmm, know, you can, get, mm-hmm. you can eat in your shapes that you want to eat in. Mm-hmm. 
Let's go to Outback. Maybe I can eat their blooming you onion can. or something. You know, shit, you like know? Ray, I want to give you more. Ex- I want you to live like a real housewife. I want you, I want you <laughs> to have this life so you can understand where they're coming from. <sighs> We're here, everybody. We're here. I feel like this is going to be contentious. I feel like this is going to be yeah. contentious. We're going to have a contentious uh, debate, it feels like. Because? I'm ready. I'm ready. It, it doesn't have to be a debate when you stop playing devil's advocate, but you can, <laughs> you can go for that. <laughs> Uh, we could just have a. We should. We could just have an easy agreement. I mean, all right. And, well, uh, let me do this. I want to hear. I want to hear your takes. We have to consider this clip, uh, not just in its context, in its episode, in its season, but I'm considering the characters within their context of their arcs on the show, and I'm thinking of who we've already cast on our show. I mean, you and I were both lovers of villains. Mm-hmm. I loved the villainous uh, New York, Tiffany New York Pollard. And she ultimately became a hero and a fan favorite, but she was a villainess to start. And um, uh, against my uh, morals, I enjoyed in inducting or adding one Johnny Bananas from the challenge to our cast last week. So we now have two villains, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And we now have two villains who are much better at their villainy than anything Aviva did. Johnny Bananas would never get desperate and throw a fucking leg during an Ooh. argument. He would win you it. Sure? Do you hear you me? Sure? He would he would win the argument before he threw any parts of his bodies at anybody. Okay? All right? That's one. Two. I think it's really, really important to examine the roles of other types or other archetypes on a reality TV mm-hmm. cast. You know? Um... Aviva entertained you, but by the time that episode came on, we were all, the audience who had been watching along that season, we're all done with her shenanigans for the most part. If you Google now, Google Aviva Drescher, there's nobody saying a nice thing about Mm her. The only time people say good things about Aviva Drescher is when she's retelling that other people have said nice things about her. Like, she says that Fran Drescher likes her. Who knows? Mm -hmm. I don't think so. Who Mm -hmm. knows? But... A woman like Heather, I think, is very, very important on a reality TV show cast and very, very hard to come by. Like I said before, it's very, very, very difficult to be the hall monitor and likable. But here Heather is being a hall monitor. You didn't come to work on time and I know you didn't get a doctor's note for real. And I'm sitting here being like, yeah, check her hall monitor, cop. Do your cop shit, cop. And I love it. And what I loved most about Heather in this particular situation is she's not engaging on Aviva's level. Aviva wants us to talk about the x-rays. Aviva wants us to talk about how how Carol ghost wrote her book and this and how you hate me and you aren't nice to me. Aviva's trying to have a Karen moment and Heather is not letting it happen. Heather is telling Kristen, don't fall for this shit. She's trying to make a joke. She's making fun of you. Let's not get distracted. Aviva is a coach. Um, excuse me. Heather is a coach. Heather's trying to keep us on track. Heather has a job to do. Heather is trying to get Aviva fired. And we need to keep our eyes on the prize and keep Aviva from coming back on the show next season. And uh, given that Aviva was not asked back the next season, I think Heather was successful. I like a mission-oriented ass bitch. I like a rich mission-oriented bitch. I like a woman who won't let foolery distract us from what we need to do. I like a woman who let won't let her friends embarrass themselves arguing with a clown. I like a woman who manages to be likable while being a nag. Love it. So I would like Heather Thompson to be on our cast as maybe a den mother role. Do you know? I used to be a stripper. And at the strip club, they have a woman who's the house mom. She's the woman who... Uh, has lashes and makeup if you forgot your makeup at home. Oh, you need tape? You need perfume? Oh, you can buy an outfit from her if your outfit rips on stage or you don't feel sexy tonight, you're feeling bloated. Here's a little $70 
definitely way too overpriced piece of fabric that you could use on your titties tonight in case your titties don't look good in your costume. And I feel like Heather Thompson is the den mom of our, uh, our, our harem of Real Housewives of New York strippers. You know what I mean? Heather is like, nope. Don't let Aviva distract you while she picks up your dollar bills off the floor. Stay on stage and keep your money. And I like Heather a lot for that. I appreciate it. Okay. I'll start by saying this. I don't disagree with anything you said. I would welcome... That's it. That's the end of the episode. No. That's the end of the episode. Don't you don't you. disagree with anything uh-huh. I've said. Turn wow, the music off. so easy, Jockeys. Turn the music off. <laughs> this was so... Mm-mm. Turn the music off. <laughs> no, you're time. not going to let me have it. You're not going to let me have no, no, it. No, no, no. Yeah. I'll say this. I'll let you have get, it. You getting me back. I'll let no, you, you have it. No, you getting me back for episode not, two. That's what it I'm is. Not, you getting me back. I'm not. I truly am not hung up on Sue Bird anymore. Uh, I'm not, but, but, or Sue Hawk, let me not say this woman's name wrong. Sue Hawk, especially because Sue Bird is a Hall of Fame, a legendary legendary WNBA WNBA player. player. Um, And coach, WNBA coach. I mean, NBA coach. You can have Heather Thompson. You can have her. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. We do need. Wait, don't, don't, don't say it like you, you tossing me no, a bone. No, 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 I'm bro. not tossing you a bone. No, but I'm saying, it, like, it's starting to feel no, like, no. starting to feel like. I don't okay. disagree with anything you said. I think you think I disagree with you. And I actually agree that somebody like Heather is very good. I'm actually, I agree with you so much that it's kind of the argument, probably not to the same degree, that I was making for Sarah on last week's episode. While she wasn't the main player, a player like, a a cast member like Sarah, or a cast member like Heather, is somebody you do need Mm -hmm. in the house. It makes the house go round, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You need somebody who's gonna cook for the cast. You need somebody somebody who's gonna make sure people don't their stuff around. Yeah. You know, somebody who knows how to work with a budget, Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I have no problem welcoming Heather to the cast with open arms. I'm waiting for this butt. But. <laughs> it's not even just a butt. It was a fatty. That's a fat <laughs> yes. ass what you gave me with that butt. I know that we have two villains already. Yeah. But keep in mind, everybody, everybody out there, we're building a cast of 12. Building the cast mm-hmm. of 12. And let me also say this. When somebody's on the cast, their spot is not reserved. They can't be taken off. I don't see Aviva as a villain. Now, I, I do admit that I am not coming at this with the expert eyes. I'm not coming at this with the knowledge of seeing her on multiple seasons and arcs. I admit that. So I am looking in the context of this clip. I also recognize in the context of this clip, it's wild that we view her as not the villain. Right? Because she threw a leg. I like... Threw a leg to distract from an argument in which she was rightly being called out. I need somebody like that on my team. I need somebody oh, like that no. in this cast. I thought I, I thought clarifying that would make you do the opposite. I need somebody did. like no. that. I need somebody that when the shit is against the wall, I need somebody that when the chips are down, when they see a whole bunch of stuff coming their way, they gonna look around and say, what can I do to fucking stop this? What can I do? <laughs> (laughs) How can I stop this? How can I turn this around? No, we do not need feral cats on our Somebody, Somebody who's going to say, all right, first I'm going to pull out fake x-rays. That ain't work. First I'm going (laughs) to come at your journalism career. That ain't work. Oh, we going to get off my back today. I'm taking off my leg and I'm throwing (laughs) it at your ass. That's going to stop. I need somebody who's desperate like this on this cast. I need that person in this cast because that person is a wild card and that person is going to do whatever they gotta do and whatever way they need to do it to achieve what they want to achieve in the moment and i think that's an important person on the cast i think it is but see i'm i'm curious as to why you're so attracted to desperation as if 
being a reality star in the first place isn't a desperate endeavor. Mm-hmm. You're you want to be famous for nothing. Mm-hmm. Here are a bunch of people who've decided I'm going to be on TV and be famous for nothing, and I'm going to be heightened or terrible versions of myself yeah. for TV. For no yeah. reason. I have no discernible talent. I ought to be on your TV because I'm desperate enough to want it to be so. You know why? Why then would you be attracted to someone who adds desperation on top of that layer of desperation that exists inherently in a reality TV cast? Because, you know, like the good people at CBS Viacom or like the good people at Paramount, or like the good people here at HeadGum, we care about ratings. And when the ratings are starting to go down, <laughs> when the ratings are starting to go down, and you hear, you, you hear, oh shit, Ray, you hear somebody threw their leg on the last episode? Let's go check that out. That's going to bring the ratings up. We need somebody who's going to be desperate enough to do what they got to do to make sure that this moment and this episode is gonna pop so what i present to you let's put heather and aviva on the cast let's put them both on the cast there's no rule that says we have to have one person i have a counterpoint i have a counterpoint no obviously her desperation wasn't big enough a ratings ploy because she was dropped from the very next season of Real Housewives of New York. And then she had to go on to be on WeTV, which if you are a reality TV expert like myself, you know it is a downgrade from Bravo casting Mm -hmm. or VH1 casting. The cast-offs from VH1 and Bravo go on to WeTV. So Aviva wasn't a draw after the leg. The leg was a moment. It wasn't a lifestyle. Yeah, you yeah. hear me? So people weren't committed. They didn't come along on the desperation bus. They were entertained by it momentarily. We are talking about it now, just like everybody talks about it when it happened. But we are doing so without Aviva still on our TV because we don't need That's her. That's fine. Just like we don't need her on this cast. That's fine. We don't need her on this cast. What does Aviva bring to the table? I just told you. Besides, <laughs> no, besides desperation, besides desperation yeah. that we need. If ever, first of all, we won't ever be in danger of ratings being so low that we got to get desperate because New York and Johnny Bananas are already on our hey. squad. We're never going to run into a ratings issue, You never bro. know. And if, and if we run into a ratings issue, I promise you, the jump the shark stunt that I'm going to pull is not going to be a prosthetic leg toss, bro. We're going to find something more interesting and cooler than that. I'm... I'm going to argue that we pick one and it's Heather. I'm going to argue that we give Heather her spot. She has it. She's on. And I'm going to double down on saying, I'm going to double down and just say that ratings may not be an issue. But let me just say that while Tiffany New York Pollard and Johnny Bananas are great TV, Two people a show does not make unless it's the cast with Ray and Jackie's. And even then, (laughs) and even then, we got a lot of people behind the scenes making this thing pop, right? And reality TV show, you you gotta always account for the unexpected. And I need somebody who is gonna account for the unexpected in the most wildest of ways. Now, I will fully say that as we go through this season... We may find somebody who fits the desperation, ratings, bonanza, uh, can make a moment pop role better than Aviva. Aviva whatever her, what's her last name? I don't even know what Aviva's last name. Dresher. Aviva Dresher. Thank you for saying that. Not only that, she gives us an in to the nanny. And, and, and you know, we need some celebrity star power on the, on the show. We need some celebrity star power when if the ratings are down, not only is she going to pull out the leg, not only is she going to pull I out the x-rays, no. she going to be like, yo, cousin Franny. Francine. It is not real. It is not real celebrity power. That is Hold on. tentative. Hold on. You saying Francine Dresha ain't real celebrity? No. No, I'm saying that being somebody's cousin-in-law is a very, very tenuous connection. She ain't cousin-in-law. She we got not, the same last name. Not, 
No, that's the cousin-in-law. She is her husband's cousin. Hey, shit, okay. Shit. Let me tell you something. Family, you know, black folks, cousins, cousins, your family. All right. Mm. And maybe maybe okay. in the Dresher household, cousins, your family. Look, I'm not going to argue <laughs> it. I'm just going to say, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, I don't want to hire Aviva based on, oh, I can hit my cousin Fran up and she don't bring Fran I'm just saying, that's just extra icing on the cake. I present, we add two people to the cast and it's Heather Thompson and Aviva. I know Fran Drescher Drescher. (laughs) (laughs) Fine, fine, fine. Yes. Uh, White rich women of the world rejoice. We got two of y'all on the show, on the cast now. Yes. Yes. You know I'm going to hold this against you. I mean, you can hold it against me. You can hold it against me. I I am ready. I'm ready for the, I'm ready for it. And, you know, when you come at me, I might just have to, you know, pull off a body part and throw it at you too. I don't know. I mean, she's just, she's just so annoying. She didn't annoy you in that because she's so annoying. She's so haughty and rich in New York. She's like such old money Manhattan bullshit. Also, I forgot to mention that her father was on the show a lot and her father fucking sucked. He was, he sucked. She comes from sucks. She is sucks. Hmm. She sucks. On, I don't want her in her house. I don't want her in the gas. I don't want her Mm-mm. on the gas. See, she you starting sucks. to cry them Aviva and tears. She, and, she, and she rides horses and I don't want no. How you gonna how you gonna bring okay. up her father talking about we hold that against her? But I can't talk about Fran Drescher uh, being know. her family and coming on the show because her her dad actually came on the show and Fran Drescher did not come nowhere near yes, the fucking you know, show. Fran, Fran Drescher, Drescher was, was like not having it. She was that's not having it. That's because you know Johnny Bananas and Tiffany wasn't there. When we got the other people, Fran no. gonna show up. Fran gonna show up. Fran's gonna show up uh, if you say so. <sighs> I I'm go- I just want you to know. That Aviva is on our cast because you want it so bad, but I am rolling my eyes and sighing loudly every time she talks. Okay. You hear me? I'm just going to be like, every time Aviva opens her mouth, I'm going to be like, this bitch. Will this make you, every time. Will, will this make you a little happier? She's on the cast, but if a few of our other offers say yes, then we take her off the cast. We don't, we don't, we don't cast her. Yeah, she, can we, how about this? This is me switching things up. Maybe we could talk about it later. But every reality show has to have an alternate in case somebody can't make the final uh, final shooting mm-hmm. schedule or whatever. Can I propose that we have Aviva on our cast in mind that she's a villainous alternate? Nah, I'm gonna go ahead and Can put her consider- on the cast. I'm gonna go ahead and put oh, her on the no! cast. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give her a slot. I can't. I can't. But look, I'm trying. You know, I never said I was a good negotiator. You know? See, that's why I yeah. do. That's why I do stand up, and I'm not a lawyer. But I, I want you to know that I tried. You tried. I tried, America. You tried. I tried. You tried, everybody. There it is. We now have four members of the cast. We have Tiffany New York Pollard, Johnny Bananas, Heather Thompson, Aviva Drescher. Boo! That's all right. She here. She make it. She she here. But you know, we'll see if she makes it. We got eight more people to make this cast with Ray. This was a wild episode. This was a wild clip. It was. Let's pour one out for the Real Housewives of New York. You really need to go watch that clip. Like, in, oh, I will. Like, you need to watch it in the context. Like, the audience needs to go watch that clip in the context of the episode and the, the context season. of the season in which it was aired. I mean, it was one of the most absurd things I'd ever seen on television in my life. In my life. And I'm glad we got to talk about it because uh, there's never going to be a, a time ever again in which it is wholly appropriate to talk about a woman tossing her prosthetic leg mm-hmm. uh, that conversation gets you in a lot of trouble in real it does. life it so. does <laughs> and this will be the last time we mention somebody throwing their leg yes last time Ever. Do y'all agree with us, everybody out there in the podcast world? Let us know. Hit us up. Tell us if you would have put somebody else on the cast. Go ahead and throw me your hate. I'm ready for it because I got asthma. I got real asthma. <laughs> so I, you know, I won't be there to argue because I'm, 
you know, taking my inhaler and uh, using my nebulizer. But other than that, I feel good. Do you feel good, Ray? I know you're a little upset. I know you're. I know no, you're. I know I you feel, feel compromised here. You, but you know what? I'm. I'm a woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm. In, I'm in my thirties. Okay. I've. I've taken less than I've wanted from a man okay. before. This will. We'll, well just we move started on. this episode talking about. Uh, me not giving uh, quantity of D and we'll end this episode with me giving less than I'm giving. So I feel like we've come full circle <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it today, but I will look to redeem myself <laughs> it's okay. in the next episode. It's all love over here. <laughs> Until next time, everybody, I'm at Jackie's Neil on everything. And I'm Ray Sani on Twitter, Rafizzle87 on Instagram. I made up that nickname in high school. Don't make fun of me. Don't make fun of her. But do come back next week. We'll talk to you guys. Peace. The body has been called a lot of things. A temple. Your instrument? A wonderland. But what is the body really? It's a vessel for your soul. And when your soul is not taken care of, your body will follow. When your soul is rotten, your body will follow. If your soul is wavering, your body will follow. So above all else, take care of your soul. And mind the souls that you are around, because when you come into conflict with the damaged soul, you might just find out that a body will follow. These are my thoughts, everybody. That's just what I was feeling at the time. Next time on The Cast, Jaquez hires Aviva to be the throwing coach on the Wee football team he manages. Ray and Heather do a remix of Ja Rule's Holla Holla. And Ray and Jaquez go to dinner at Le Cirque and are disappointed to discover that the meal is not Housewives included. That was a HeadGum Podcast.